I'm Gregory Berg. The following morning show interview was recorded and initially broadcast back in 2007. We're replaying it today in honor of the sing-along Messiah performance that will be occurring tomorrow evening, that Sunday evening, December 17th, 6 p.m. at First United Methodist Church in Kenosha. You're listening to the Friday Morning Show on WGTD. I'm Gregory Berg. And now for a very special treat from the Morning Show archives. I want to play for you an interview I recorded back in December of 2007, just ahead of what was the third annual sing-along Messiah in Kenosha. This was a conversation that I recorded with one of the soloists that year, a treasured voice student of mine from Carthage College named Trevor Parker, and a treasured mentor, Weston Noble, who at the time was the interim director of choral activities at Carthage College and who I invited to participate in that year's Sing-Along Messiah. Just ahead of that conversation, here is a taste of one of the Messiah performances over which Weston Noble presided at Luther College, where he was a member of the music faculty for over 50 years and uh, who conducted any number of performances of Handel's masterpiece with a chorus of nearly 1,000 students and community members. Here are those grand forces joined by the Luther College Orchestra, conducted by Weston Noble in the Chorus and the Glory of the Lord.
and the glory of the Lord, as performed at Luther College in Decorah, Iowa, back in December of 1981, with Weston Noble conducting. And now the aforementioned archival interview, recorded and initially broadcast back in December of 2007, just ahead of the third annual Sing Along Messiah. Well, coming up this Sunday evening at 6 p.m. at First United Methodist Church, the third annual Messiah Sing Along. And uh, this is uh, an experience in which the audience, the vast majority of the audience at least, becomes the choir singing the choruses of Handel's great masterwork. And uh, some fine soloists and a superb chamber orchestra gathered uh, to uh, enhance the fun. And I have with me in the studio two people who will uh, join in collaborating. Weston Noble, my mentor from Luther College, who presided over I don't even know how many Messiah performances over the years. And one of the soloists, Trevor Parker, a voice student of mine at Carthage, who's now an English teacher at Horlick High School in Racine. And uh, for the third year in a row, actually, Trevor will be rendering the tenor solos. Uh, Mr. Noble, first of all, Mr. Noble, first of all, I want to ask you about uh, the tradition of doing the Messiah at Luther. Uh, when I was there, Messiah was done every single year with a gigantic uh, chorus of, of students. Did you start that tradition, or was that already in place? Uh, Greg, that's a, a complimentary question. That started in 1907. So you didn't start it. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something? And you can't, you can't beat down a tradition of that length. Wow, wow. Uh, back then, was it done as it was when I was around, that is, with a, a, a chorus of students? or? Uh, well, yeah, but see, Luther was the only a men's school at that time to train ministers for the church. Ah. So they had to go get the faculty wives and the ladies in the First Lutheran <laughs> Church Choir. And, to, 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 uh, and then, of course, the students could never be the soloists. So they always brought in imported solos from Chicago and Minneapolis, and that was always the stir and the decor. Oh, my, this big tenor soloist is going to come down from Chicago, Illinois. You know? Ooh, big, the big time. The big time. <laughs> Do you have any idea back then how large the chorus was? Oh, yeah, but we have record programs. Um, oh, it, it could be 50, 60, maybe. Mm. Mm -hmm. And we should mention to our listeners that the first uh, performance of Messiah, I think we're pretty certain, was about a course of maybe 20 or so, yeah. maybe a little bigger, so not too far off. By the time I was at Luther, that was a chorus of uh, nearly a thousand. Yes, we would reach almost a thousand names. Right. So tell us, uh, first of all, what does it feel like to stand in front of a thousand people singing the same thing? <laughs> and of course, <laughs> you're, and you're in certain clinic situations, too, like... Uh, Coral Fest here in Kenosha, you're standing in front of a bleacher full of probably that many singers. I can hardly imagine what that would feel like. Well, it's something, but uh, well, okay. Yeah, you feel uh, powerful. Uh, you just hope they get off the rests on time and get <laughs> off the dots on time and that they, they, they're able to stay together, but it's, it's a it's almost an overwhelming feeling that, that you have the privilege of controlling that much sound. Right. You want to ask me the biggest choir I ever had? Sure. What's the biggest choir you've ever had? 25,000. Oh, my gosh. What was that for? In uh, Tallinn, Estonia. 
And if you're a history student, you know that 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 Estonia broke from Russia in, after World War II through what they call the Singing Revolution. Hmm. And they have built a huge uh, amphitheater. It's very much like the Hollywood Bowl. You can see it from an airplane from the air. It seats 25,000, and the acoustics are such that the singer on the, from this end to this end, they can hear each other. So hmm. it's, it's absolutely amazing. Hmm. But when you give the downbeat to 25,000, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's a little prayer of faith. But they, uh, we did a, a quite a legitimate concert. Huh. Yeah. It's, wow. So how does one create a successful performance of Handel's Messiah? with a chorus of a thousand, and particularly where, you know, you have certain singers that are the captain of the football team rather than the president of the choir. Yeah. Not that the captain of the football team can't be a fine singer. Well, most captains of the football team aren't, but that's what's unique about Carthage College is because usually the captains of their football teams are fine tenors. Mm. And this is a tradition that Carthage has that no other church college has. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. So back to my question, <laughs> which is how do, you, how do you get a thousand people to sing well in a, in a work like Handel's Messiah? I mean, a, a work where we imagine, you know, he obviously never in his wildest dreams probably imagined such a thing. You're just glad that you were a Methodist before you became a Lutheran. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Does that say anything? That to says you? something. That says something about being no. courageous and reckless. Huh? <laughs> courageous yeah. and reckless. Well, I don't know. It's, that's a little hard to answer. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a little overwhelming. You're using, a, oh, my. I mean, to, I mean when, I, when I put on those records from some of Luther's performances in this choir of a thousand, it's amazing how sprightly that sound yeah. can be. Yeah, a thousand be. people, many of them relatively unskilled singers. Yeah, I know it. They, the less advanced ones just get simply pulled along, you know, by the more, more, more skilled ones. Right. Um, what was your very first Handel Messiah performance? Uh, I mean, and was were you a conductor, or did you, or were you a, a, a participant in another way in your first encounter uh, with Handel's Messiah? The first performance in that sense was in 1948. Was in December when that's when I was my first year at Luther. However, when I was a senior at Luther, um, I got to rehearse a lot of the choruses, and I. Oh, I love that, you know. <laughs> and I have—I've never said this on the air before, but I secretly hoped that maybe that night the director might let me do the Hallelujah chorus, <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Sunday night you get to do the Hallelujah chorus again. Yeah, oh just, yes, just, Greg, just, I'm going to live to just, just for my, the record. <laughs> find my dream made here in Kenosha. Right. Uh, in fact, have you ever counted how many, I mean, because when I was at Luther, there were two performances of Handel's Messiah every December, and uh, that tradition, of course, went on for a long, long time, so. Yeah, it, and when I count the number of off-campus ones that I did in Minneapolis uh, for quite some time, it's in the 100 range, yeah. I suppose. Do you even need to look at the score anymore? No, I really don't. Huh. Well, uh, someone who nearly doesn't need to look at the score either is the young man sitting next to you, Trevor Parker, who uh, is a huge fan of uh, of Handel and 
Messiah. Now, I mean, you don't have an 85-year uh, lifespan to, to look, uh, look down in order to think, think of this, but I don't know the answer to this question. When did you first encounter Handel's Messiah? I don't think I officially encountered it until college, um, besides the obvious things that you would hear um, in churches. Uh, the first time I understood what I was hearing would probably be um, in college and in studying some of the arias from the Easter section, but um, you know, it was a special experience to, to kind of be uh, led into those tenor arias by you and uh, to you know fall in love with that music. Mm -hmm. Can you put into words what it is that you like so much about Handel and specifically about this masterpiece? Well, um, Mr. Noble said that when music bites you, it you know, you're a goner, and I think that Messiah is something that will swallow you. I mean, it'll, because I think that not only the beautiful music, but the holiness of the whole experience and the way that um, those, that text and those um, inspired biblical words uh, takes you over and, and you become a part of, not only as a soloist, but also as a, a chorus member, you just, you become uh, captured by the whole but the whole revelry of it, it's, it's a very, I think there, I don't think there's another piece of music that I honor more or respect more than that piece and that, that whole experience that it is. I don't think you could ever just sing that piece of music. It, it's a part of you. And I, and there's just something extremely special about that. Hmm. I imagine Mr. Noble, as you hear that makes you think of all the times when you essentially introduced people to Handel's of Messiah who'd never heard it before, never sung it before, I mean, that's got to feel really good to have done that, you know, many, many, many thousand times over. Oh, listen, there are thousands that, that, that we have introduced that, that wonderful music to. It's the sense of drama, too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. How can you sing, Behold and See, if there be any sorrow right. like unto his sorrow? You just can't, you know? Mm. And I like the fact that in that sequence is also the turning point in the whole work, turning from... Good Friday to Easter in that second half of that tenor sequence. I mean, you really get to turn the whole mm -hmm. story in, in, in some respects. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite moment uh, in Handel's Messiah, Trevor? Uh, I think the tenor is extremely fortunate to, uh, right after the overture, to be able to start everything with such a wonderful text as Comfort Ye My People and and to be able to open that up and hear those beautiful chords and, and really start the work um, you know, with the text, and I just, I think that, that comfort E is something that, you know, I cherish every single time I get to sing it, so just being able to be in that moment and, and sing comfort E, my people, uh, is probably my favorite part. Hmm. Maybe you should sing just <laughs> comfort E. Would you do that? <laughs> yes, you can. The audience is on their t pins and needles now. This was not planned. No, it's not. <clears throat> but I feel like I uh, am obliged to uh, Mr. Noel to at least uh, give him something here. Comfort ye. That's all I'm giving you. <laughs> Come on Sunday here. Yeah, you'll hear, you'll hear the rest of it. Do you have a favorite moment in the score? Mr. Well, I think my most favorite solo is Thy Rebuke Has Broken His Heart, mm. you know. I mean, of course, the trumpet shall sound. That's, that's grandiose, but the introspection of that tenor solo is just too much, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, 
I love the chorus. Surely, um, you know, he hath borne our griefs. And, oh, I love uh, Worthy is the Lamb, too. Mm. We're adding that to the sing-along this year for the first time. Until this oh, yeah. year, we haven't done that. So, yeah, yeah, the evening will end with Worthy is the Lamb and the Amen chorus. At the Ooh, end. well, the Amen chorus you know, just, just rolls on like waves, doesn't it? You know, just one wave after the other. We're hoping. We're hoping <laughs> it we will. We hope so. And then, and then the brass comes in with those high notes, and I just can't resist slowing down and just milking it for all its worth. <laughs> Why not? Oh, it's just wonderful. Have you uh, conducted, I assume you have, sing-along messiahs like what we're going to have on Sunday no, night? No, I never have. Really? No, I'm really nervous, Greg. Oh, well, don't <laughs> worry. We'll, we'll hold your hand, and we'll, 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 we'll guide you through it. <laughs> we should say for our, for our listeners that, that, uh, that Mr. Noble will be on hand, and uh, I'm hoping he'll be up on the podium for his, conducting as many of these choruses as he, as he desires. I'm hoping it will be all of them. I mean, we do the Christmas portion, Surely He Hath Borne Our Griefs, the Hallelujah Chorus, and and the final chorus is Worthy is the Lamb and, <coughs> and the Amen Chorus. So it's Sunday evening at 6 o'clock at uh, First United uh, Methodist Church, and it's free and plenty of scores can be, uh, uh, can be borrowed, so you don't even need to own your own Messiah score to come be a part of this. Anything else about Handel's Messiah you want to say, uh, either of you? How, how can any one piece of music live over this whole span of time and really sometimes just be almost killed by performances that are really done by some amateurs that should never do it. I mean, it's hard music, you know. <laughs> it's, it's amazing what it survives, it's, isn't it? But, but it still survives. Yeah, yeah. Because it's such a great story. Right, and yeah, and there are certainly, you're, you're right, there are other pieces of music that are, in a sense, their greatness is more fragile. And if not really well-performed, it's just not good music anymore somehow. Somehow Handel's music is great music, uh, even when it's uh, just being delivered by loving amateur hands. So that's kind of what the experience will be, of course, on Sunday, which we hope a lot of people will come and experience. Mr. Noble and uh, Trevor Parker, thank you for being part of this. My pleasure. Thank you. The preceding interview was recorded and initially broadcast back in 2007. I want to add that it was my tremendous privilege to sing four iterations of Handel's Messiah under the direction of Weston Noble, twice as a member of that massive chorus of nearly 1,000 voices and twice as soloist. Here is a brief excerpt from the aria, For He Is Like a Refiner's Fire. This is the performance from December 1981, my senior year, and Weston Noble himself conducting. For he is like a refiner's fire, like a refiner's fire. And who shall stand when he, when he appeareth? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire. And who shall stand when he when he appeareth, for he is like a refiner's fire. 
Once again, Kenosha's sing-along Messiah is back for the first time since 2019. The performance is this Sunday evening, December 18th, 6 p.m. at First United Methodist Church in Kenosha. That's located at the corner of Sheridan Road and 60th Street. Admission is free. The audience is invited to sing along on nearly all of the choruses to full orchestral accompaniment. We have a magnificent quintet of soloists engaged and 30 alums of Carthage College who were part of the Lincoln Chamber Singers under my direction will be lending their beautiful voices to the proceedings as well. It promises to be a wonderful night of music making, which will culminate in the most famous music from Handel's most famous masterwork, the Hallelujah Chorus. preceding morning show interview was recorded and initially broadcast back in 2007. This year's sing-along Messiah performance is tomorrow evening, Sunday evening, December 17th at 6 p.m. at First United Methodist Church in Kenosha at the corner of Sheridan Road and 60th Street. I'm excited to have nearly 30 alumni of Carthage College's Lincoln Chamber Singers on hand to offer up a special festive prelude. The Messiah performance itself will be comprised of nearly all of the Christmas portion of the work, plus a few other uh, selected highlights, culminating in the magnificent Hallelujah Chorus. And by chance you do not own your own Messiah score, there are plenty on hand at the church, so we can lend one to you, so you can offer up your voice in this sing-along performance of one of the great masterworks in musical history.